Thank you for joining us for episode number 21 of Kansas City Food Memories. Today we discuss the iconic pork tenderloin sandwich. This is a mixture of reflection of some of our favorite restaurants that are no longer here. But we will also take on the subject of where to get those here in Kansas City today. So remember this is a tape presentation of a live radio show, so do not call in or text in when prompted. And if you are curious to get more information on this, be sure to sign up for my email at makethemsmile.com, that's the website for the bakery, and click on the email newsletter top left-hand corner. I'll send you a summary, names, addresses, and some of the places that we talked about today. Thank you, sit back, and enjoy. Well, good morning, and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane, and we reflect back on some of our favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s that are no longer here. And I, I should probably say we go back to the 70s now. We've gone as far back as the 40s when, when Jim Eddy was here. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the memories and sharing those and keeping those alive. Today's show is one that I've never done. It's a brand new concept. We're actually going to talk about a single food dish. And today's show is all about pork tenderloins. And um, this, I'm, I'm so excited oh, about this one. not fried chicken? No, no, not fried chicken. We'll do that some other time. But this is going to be about um, pork tenderloins. And that's one of the dishes that a lot of us miss from the 70s and 80s, but it's one that we also have an obsession with today. And it's um, so in order to do this show correctly, I want to bring in a couple experts, but I'll, I'll get to them in just, a, in just a little bit. So Kansas City Food Memories, this show is made possible by the kind people, meaning my wife, um, at Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. We're financing the show. So we're able to do the entire show without commercial breaks. Now, on today, what you're going to want to do, have a pencil and paper ready. A lot of people I know are getting used to that. Today's, the phone number for today is 913-586-7798. We will be opening up the phone lines in about five to ten minutes, so you want to have that. But as an added bonus, you're going to want to go to makethemsmile.com. That's the website for our bakery. And on the top left-hand corner, there's an email newsletter sign-up. You're going to want to do that. So because on today's show, you're going to hear the names of places that you're going to want to go to to get a pork tenderloin. So you can either go back and listen to the podcast, which you can do, or just wait for your email on Monday, and I'm going to have a list of the addresses, directions, and details that come up in today's show. So let's, um, let's get straight to this. So today's topic is pork tenderloins. First half of the show, all I want the, for the calls coming in, all I want are calls on the ones that you missed from the 80s and 90s. So we'll talk about what the pork tenderloins were. Or the 70s. Or the 70s, yeah. you know, what the style was. <laughs> and then my two guests are going to give you suggestions where you could go with something that's comparable today. So Rod is only the second person that I've brought back a second time on my show. The other one was Jim Eddy. Rod, Rod Gray. Oh, well, both of you, you went to competed together. Yep. You know, yep. so it's um. Did you uh, how how horrible was it when you had to go do a competition with that Sherry assisting you? Well, uh, and I'm on record as saying that I'm always better when Sherry was there. Yeah. Um, th- that second that second set of taste buds was the most important thing. Yeah. Because um, by the time I I taste my food to put it in the box, I'm worn out of my head in the smoke, yeah. uh, desensitized. And Sherry, yeah. I was always better when Sherry was there. Yeah. 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 Well, it's um. It's so you better uh, say that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got I got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> I started watching you just making sure you got it right. You didn't read that off a script this time, so I'm impressed. No, I have it memorized. So the re- so Rod's world famous. He's got a great palate. He's uh, not afraid to. He'd, 
I do my recipe uh, the, uh, similar to the way Rod does. You know, I, I don't care as much about tradition. I try different things to find out what works. But the reason you're both here, oh, I got to ask you. Okay, so your wife's name's Sherry. Her nickname is the Closer. Yep. She's okay. The closer. Why does she have that nickname, the Closer? That's all barbecue related. Because by the time you know, here's the thing: we traveled all over the country and cooking and competed. I would drive, pull the trailer, do all the hard work. Sherry would fly in um, <laughs> and be delivered to the event. She had a hotel. I stayed on site. And But when the last category is turned in, Sherry takes over and she wraps it up. Um, and so she's the closer. So you always finish strong. Yep, but that's exactly right. I want to chime in. I had a job. So I worked So what Rod was doing wasn't really a job? Well. Yeah. no. It wasn't. I, I say tell people I worked for the insurance and retirement, but I had a. Yeah, I worked and, uh, Monday through Friday and then joined him on the weekends. So and that's that, that's what I said, Robert. I said my wife has a job, so I don't have to grow up. <laughs> that's how I explained competition barbecue. So that's why she was able to fly first class into the competition cities. Exactly, and, she right. was paying. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that now the really the reason you're both here is that. Gosh, what was that? Five years ago? Four or five years ago? It was more, but let's just say. Okay, four let's or five just years say ago. five years ago. So they decided. Um, this is the age of Facebook. Uh, when I think it peaked, they decided to go on a uh, pork tenderloin Tuesday. I think is what you called it. Yep. And so they decided they wanted to apply their experience and knowledge and find out where the really good pork tenderloins were. Mm-hmm. And if you, mm-hmm. ballpark, how many places do you think you went to? If you just had to guess, at, at least two dozen. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we. Kansas City only, of course, yeah. except for unless we were traveling and heard of a great win, which there were some of those. Yeah. But the deal was that Sherry was lucky enough to have the summer off, and so we decided we would go find a tenderloin every Tuesday and post about it. And it really got legs. Uh, we got so many suggestions, oh. and so many people were waiting for that t- that tenderloin Absol- Tuesday post. I was it, one it, of them. It was crazy. It was yeah. really. I had no idea that there was that much interest, but there was a ton of interest. No, uh, people are, we obsess over food. You know, and, and it's not just, you know, this is the best. I mean, they want to know, they want to be educated about it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so uh, hold on a second. Hey, Rocco, go ahead and open up the phone lines. So we're going to take calls in. Um, so be patient. There are, they have a new computer system here that has like eight or 10 different phone lines. We can't delay them or put them on hold. So when you call in, let it ring. And um, EJ will get to you as soon as you can to uh, to get your name and what, um, uh, what, the, what the topic is. So be patient with that. All right, so let's back up a little bit on pork tenderloins. How about giving out the phone number? Oh, okay. Uh, thank you, Toby. So, Toby, that was Toby Tobin. Uh, the phone number is 913-586-7798. And do yourself a favor and just program that into your phone so it'll be easy to do. 913-586-7798. All right, so, Rod, so a pork tenderloin is not really a pork tenderloin. You're right. That's exactly and right. People do not understand that, with one exception in Kansas City. There's oh, there's one restaurant that uses the actual pork tenderloin. uses tenderloins to make yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. kitties. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah, because the, the size. You know, that's what you can tell that has the size of it. I didn't realize that, that. I just thought that was their version. It's one of my favorites, and it's, yeah. it's my favorite non-traditional tenderloin. Okay. I have a favorite traditional and a favorite non-traditional, but... I love kitties. Kitties yeah. is a great sandwich. Yeah. All right. So pork. T- so if you go to the store with Costco or the place, you can see a, a whole pork tenderloin. Whole pork loin. Yeah. Yeah. Pork. Lo- uh, no. Pork tenderloin. So you know you can tell it's it's only about probably about three inches across in diameter, a little bit shorter. 
But then you'll see the the cousin right next to it that's a pork loin. Mm -hmm. And that's probably about a four-pound piece of meat. It's about five inches across. um, And it's not as tender as a tenderloin. But when you go to a restaurant, you get a fried, breaded pork tenderloin. It's actually the pork loin. You know, which is similar to probably a taste like a pork chop, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it's not as tender. And so what they do, it's a lot bigger around. And so sometimes they'll take that, they'll fillet that, um, 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 and then they pound it out and then bread it and fry it. Mm-hmm. So just so you know. So the, the one that, the only place that does do that, kitties, so we'll talk about them real quick. If when you go there, it's not your traditional breaded pork tenderloin. They don't do a traditional cracker breading or bread coating or or uh, uh, panko or anything like that. They actually use a tempura breading, which is if you go to a Japanese restaurant or something like that, you from, you're familiar with what that is. Yeah, they call it a batter. Tempura yeah. batter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not a breading at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a lot smaller. So you'll get two or three thin little slices, three three slices of the tenderloin um, that's breaded in the in the um, tempura. And then they have their homemade hot sauce that they do that they sell with that. So if you're going to go to that, that's down in the crossroads. But there's two things you need to know if you decide to go there. Number one, they are cash only. Mm-hmm. Or I guess three things. Cash only. There's no seating on the inside. And they have no telephone. So they're, Now there's four things. Okay. They're closed today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Monday through Friday. They're out. Oh, they're no, closed. they're normally. They're, okay, no. I, I honestly tried to go there yesterday to okay. take them to back to my office. And I pulled up out front, and there was a little piece of what looked like a grocery bag that said closed June 2nd and 3rd. Yeah, don't they know we're doing this show today? They should should have known. Yeah, they, they should have known that. All right, so on Monday when I send an um, uh, email out with the I update like on the— they have no phone. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, and t- I, there's more and more restaurants doing that. Really? Okay. Yeah, you just don't have time to answer the phones. Yeah, they may have one, but they don't answer it. Yeah. Not at Kitty's. Yeah. All right, so um, while we're getting ready for the phones, what after you did your—, your Tenderloin Tuesday, the tour of all those places. What, what did you discover that really surprised you after doing those? Well, so tenderloins are a lot like barbecue, and what I mean by that is even mediocre barbecue is good food. So yeah. there were a lot of great tenderloins in Kansas City. Um, there were a few that really stood out above all the rest of them, but um, everything's pretty standard. I mean, you're going to get it with um, maybe lettuce and tomato, but definitely onions and pickles, and sometimes they're dry, sometimes they're mayo, sometimes they're I, I haven't seen mustard in Kansas City, but I know mm-hmm. mustard on a tenderloin is a big thing. Okay. And then I'm non-traditional. I love that creamy horseradish. Sauce. Oh, I do too. I love to put that on a, a good tenderloin. Yeah, I love so, the, the one at Christine's. Yeah, Sherry. They have, they have real good horseradish. Sherry doesn't put, she doesn't like the horseradish, but. Uh, yeah. I don't like the horseradish, but we also started looking for certain things when we would go to restaurants. Yeah. Were they made in-house? Absolutely. Um, that That's my thing. If they don't, if they don't bread in-house, I won't go. So and you and a lot of times you don't find that out until you get there. Yeah. Um, so we started kind of looking. Here are our criteria of okay. what we want when we go to have a tenderloin. Okay. We never called ahead. We we tried. Oh. We went anyway. And and really, what happened? Um, just like the show, it it got life. It got legs, mm-hmm. and people were recommending places to try. And then I I wouldn't you know sometimes you get a you can get a great meal at a bad place. Sometimes you can get a bad meal at a great place. So I wouldn't yeah. just take their word for it. We'd do a little research before yeah. we went, but we would basically, in the latter half of that, we were using recommendations from everybody that was saying, hey, go here, try this. Okay, Toby, th- I have a question for you. So going back to the 70s and 80s, the pork tenderloins, were, were 
And did anybody have those great big hubcap size pork tenderloins back then? No. Is that a product? Well, of the, not that I remember. Yes, that's probably more a product of the '90s and 2000s. I don't. Well, if you read the history, and I think I I believe that pork tenderloin started in Indiana. I believe those folks. Yeah. 1904. Um, some of them were big back then. Okay. But but me growing up in Central Kansas, our only pork tenderloins were frozen out yeah. of the box, yeah. dropped in the fryer, yeah. and they were about bun size. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the, All right. the big ones came later. And and I, I'm, I don't understand the big ones, if I'm honest. I, I'm, I, I don't I'm fine to see one a little bigger than the bun. And there's even a little video about how to eat a pork tenderloin with different ways, and it's it's goofy because it's all the same thing. But yeah. eat around the edge before you eat the bun oh, yeah. part and cut it yeah. in half yeah. and yeah. and stack it and all those things. Yeah. And, yeah. I like cinnamon rolls like that, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a different. Some people, you know, that they think they got to make it as big as they can, so they'll yeah. take that one piece of pork loin they'll pound it out so it's what maybe a quarter inch thick yeah yeah but it's great marketing because oh i guess for i still to this day and it was years ago we did this people will tag me in a picture of an oversized tenderloin yeah. all the time oh yeah um so yeah it's it's, it's great it's it's like free marketing i think to, yeah. to have this huge i mean if you made a cookie that was as big of a pizza you'd probably get a lot of run oh with yeah that too. oh yeah <laughs> all right toby you got a caller yes good morning rick welcome to kansas city food memories Good morning, guys. Hope Thank you for waiting. Well. Yeah, so uh, probably better known for their burgers, but back in the 80s, the AT&T Town Pavilion, Fred Piotts, and they did a uh, Canadian pork cutlet, hand-pounded, hand-breaded, probably about an 8-inch size, but uh, the quality of the meat and the, the breading, just phenomenal tenderloin with a little mayonnaise and some horseradish and uh good to go uh, like i say pro- probably better known for their their burger business but uh th- those tenderloins there was a, another place i believe on shawnee mission parkway back in the 60s 70s i want to say maybe it was the texas toms but uh they had a uh, a superior uh tenderloin as well hmm. who's do you good, like today uh you know what? I haven't had a tenderloin in a long time. You, you, my mouth is watering now yeah, thinking about I, I it. Bet yeah. he, I bet he has one today. Oh, yeah. yeah. But well, you know what? I, I may have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm going to call each one of these places that we talk about today and give them a heads up on what this next week is going to be like. Because the pork well, tenderloin. Fred, 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 Fred Piaz is long gone. But, yeah. Uh, uh, that was a, originally a Gilbert Robinson uh, yep. restaurant. Yep. And uh, really, really uh, good tenderloin. So yeah, yeah, I think the last one just closed right. the last two, three years. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the Fred Piotz, about... yeah, the Fred Piotz on College Boulevard is now a coaches. Yeah, coaches. Yeah, and and right you know there. how you know how Fred Piotz got its name. I did not. Fred Pia- keep it Fred, keep Fred it G rated. Fred Piotz was the first actor in the first motion picture. He was a, a assistant for Edison, and he was known for his distinctive sneezes. <laughs> and it was like sixteen <laughs> frames, and that's that that's where uh, that that who that's who Fred Piotz was. But that's where they got the name. They wanted to call it. Uh, uh, the, the original place there on the plaza, uh, they wanted to call it something else, and they it was a little risque. So. All right, I think that's officially— <laughs> I won't share that. I won't share that. Yeah, that's probably the lamest piece of trivia that I will actually remember. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. All right, well, thank, have a great one. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate Thanks. that. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. We'll oh. talk with John. Good morning, right. John. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hello. Good morning. I, well, I didn't know if I was on the air there, but I just— Wanted to say that I look forward to Robert's show every Saturday, and I look forward to his uh, email that he sends out about little uh, 
tit tacks about what's going on in his <laughs> restaurant. And I think he's such a fabulous uh, person and a, an incredible uh, asset to the community. And if you haven't been into his bakery, you folks are missing something. So I'd encourage that uh, everybody to go into best regards. Well, thank you, John. Checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> recognized John's voice. I, 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 we've known John for 30-some years. Hmm. When Sherry first yeah. started the business, John Bavard was one of the people that mentored her as a small business owner and helped her, and I appreciate that very much. What was your favorite well, pork tenderloin? when your, your little uh, baby's now a big girl that yeah. she was involved in your restaurant. Yep, she just graduated from college as a nurse at KU now. That's fabulous. Well, Keep up what you're doing, and like I've said, and I mean this, you are a heck of an asset to our community. Well, thank you. That means a lot coming from you, John. Well, God bless you. Well, do you have a pork tenderloin story for us? I I don't, other than my wife makes one that is killer. What does she it's do that makes it different? Well, uh, I have to beat the, the uh, cracker into submission <laughs> so that they're tiny pieces there. What but kind of she, crackers do you use? Just regular saltines. Okay. And then she pounds out the, now I got pulled into this recently, pounding out the pork tenderloin and making it so thin, but uh, just quality ingredients and it's just killer. And we use that uh, horseradish sauce. It's okay. so good on our tenderloin. Well, Awesome. So, Robert, I, I did a little research because I wanted to be up to date here. and I've not experienced them, but they talk about people who bread them with crushed potato chips yeah. and crushed cornflakes. Yep. And I've if, heard people doing that. If I've had one of those, I don't know it. No. No. Um, I've, I had a good friend send me a note and say she really misses Agnos pork tenderloin, A-G-N-O-S. I've never heard of it, but they're mm -hmm. gone. And hmm. she's like she felt lucky that she was able to experience that goodness. I don't know who that – I don't know that place. Well, it's um, so I did a, a post on a couple of the the his, Kansas City history groups on Facebook, and literally there's probably about six or seven hundred comments between the four of them. <laughs> and the one that came up the most often was Ross's Grill. I don't remember anything about, but down at 13th and Grant, they had a okay. big one. Okay. Jasper just sent me a text about um, Paul's Drive-In that's yep. still here in town. They serve it with mustard. Oh, they do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's an old-fashioned. Right. You didn't tell John goodbye. Oh, no, John, I'm sorry. Goodbye, and thank you. <laughs> hey, goodbye, bye, Robert. Good luck. <laughs> I was wondering what that sound was on, on my headphone on yeah. that one. That was, But, no, um, Paul's Drive-In is one of those uh, old-fashioned uh, drive-ins. Yeah. And yeah. It's, uh, th there's, a, there's about three or four places like that that are more classic, probably more like what we remember from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Because they're still doing it the same way that they've always done. Well, a, a lot of the fast food places are doing them. They're not huge. They're just yeah. bigger than buying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even Sonic's in on yeah. the game right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, Park Tunnels are so so popular that uh, at the American Royal Barbecue, which is, you know, the very end of September. Right. And, and for years and years, um, a good friend of mine, Darren Worth from Iowa Smokey D's, he does a tenderloin feed on Friday for lunch. Oh, really? And anybody can come. And he brings down two fryers. He pounds out 500 tenderloins. We bread them right there, and, and Donnie Teal and I, two of us, fry them, and then they serve them with sides, and their goal is to serve as many people as possible, and their goal this year is 500. Holy and they've smokes. been easily in the 400, and it's all free, and it's it's for the cooks, everybody who's out there on Friday. You know, once you get into the Royal, you don't you don't try to leave. So Darren's been doing this, and, and I'm going to tell on him, it's his karma. 
It's his good karma <laughs> for the weekend. That's that's why he does it. But it's a great tenderloin. It's a really great tenderloin. Boy, it's a, this is a rough life that you lead. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and and sad. And you know, I, I retired from competition barbecue, but uh, I'm still completely immersed. I'm the new CEO at the Kansas City Barbecue Society, the organization that yeah. sanctions the contest. So they they couldn't get rid of me. I'm I'm back and. I have to be at the Royal all weekend uh, for that reason, and and I also volunteer to, to fry tenderloins for Darren. It's, right. it's a lot of fun, and you see a lot of people quickly that you haven't seen all year. Yeah, it's just it's so much fun. Oh, that's wonderful! All right, Toby's looking at me. That means we have a caller. Yeah, you do, Laura. Good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. My memory is from Piper's Tenderloin in Independence. They're out of business now, but they did a beer batter tenderloin and you just had to drive up and order it from the car hop and they were best if you ate them hot beer battered yeah yeah it was a, evidently they beat them up and then they dipped them into a beer batter and then dipped them into the hot yeah fried. yeah well that makes sense yeah. i mean fish is great at that but i don't is yeah. there anybody around rod that still that that would do that now i don't I don't know of anybody, Sherry. I don't either. Not that I remember. It, as it sounded like from that kitties might be the closest because they, you know, when you said earlier they were like a tempura batter. Yeah, that would be but closer. That, I mean, the the, that, the the problem and the, with that is that the the breading on the other ones are so strong that it makes up for the blandness of the meat. But with kitties, they use the tenderloin, so that has more of a pure, tender, honest flavor of the pork. Yeah. And their hot sauce is know. great. And their hot sauce, good. So was the I don't know. I don't know if they used um, the loin or the other part of the tin of the. Well, what you're talking well, about? Ninety nine percent. It's the pork loin. Yeah. So I don't know if they used that or the tenderloin, but yeah. it was delicious. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people from the. 50s and 60s and 70s that really liked that Piper's tenderloin, but they, they, I think they moved to Florida. All right. Well, um, for uh, for all the listeners out there, well, Laura, uh, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that you sharing the story. And then for Laura and everybody else, that phone number, the nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight, is also the text line. So you can either call in that, or if you have suggestions and you can't get in, you can send the text in. The what? The text, text line? Text line. Yeah, that, as the listeners know. T-E-X-T. Yeah. T-E-X-T. I well, didn't. Well, Toby what? tries to t- convince everybody he has the old <laughs> dial-up phone. But I'm, I'm going to out Toby on this. Toby yeah. actually, what is that, iPhone 12 or 13 that you actually have? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Toby actually has an iPhone. Now, no, I'm not saying eight. he knows how to use it. I'm just saying Toby has Mine an iPhone. Is an 8. Is an eight? Yes. Okay. Okay. EJ has a fourteen. Okay. So you do it. Mine that you is have always a... shut off. Okay. Okay. I, you can you can rationalize it any yeah. way you want, Toby. Yeah. Anything I want to have, I just ask EJ <laughs> a question, and she answers it. Yes. Yeah. When, when you can shut off your phone, you've made it. Oh yeah. I, I want to be like Toby. Oh someday. yeah. Oh no, you yeah. don't. No, you don't. Yeah. And I still use the rotary dial, but you know I'm having a hard time getting a hold of the operator now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for for the listeners out there, the struggle the struggle is real that we do with it. Robert, I do want to tell you about the place in Iowa we visited. Okay, it's, it's long gone. I want to start that way, 
But uh, a friend of mine up there who makes a great tenderloin, by the way, Iowa Smokey D's restaurant is a barbecue place with an outstanding tenderloin. But um, he, he told me about this place. It was Iowa's tenderloin of the year one year, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on the south side of Des Moines. It was called Nick's. And a uh, small place, you know, probably seated 50 people or so. And I went in, and on the menu, they had two sizes available. A queen was, I think a queen was five to six ounces, and a king was 11 to 12 ounces. And uh, it was named Tenderloin of the Year, and it was outstanding. Thickest one I've had. Uh, very juicy for a tenderloin, which that's weird. Very well bred. Um, a really an outstanding sandwich. And sadly, they're no longer there. But yeah, man, if there's someone could recreate Nick's sandwich, they would they would have a killer tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. I, so much so I took Sherry back because I was traveling, uh, coming home, or going to a barbecue contest, and and we were up there for a different reason, and we went back by and had it, and I, I wanted her to. Tell me I, was, that, I wasn't yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was a great sandwich. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Sherry, so let me ask you. So out of that tour, who has the best, Your who has your favorite pork tenderloin in Kansas City right now? So I'm going to agree with the previous caller that it's important to have them when they're hot. Yeah. So a lot of times if you're going to Kitty's or Christie's, which are the two main ones that we like to go to, we will sit in our cars and eat them in the parking lots or on the street yeah. um, so that you're having a hot sandwich. So I think that's always important. So you remember um, the ones that you've had, and I'm going to go back to Kitty's and Christie's, which are two of our favorites. And we do, and you remember some of the big ones, but big doesn't always mean better. Correct. There's a local restaurant, I can't remember the name of it, where you can – order an extra bun and fixings yeah, because up. it's such a setup. So, so it's so big and you cut it in half and yeah. split it between the two of you. Yep. Um, but I also will always remember the one in Des Moines and I'm glad I got, had an opportunity yeah. to go there. Yeah. I think you also have to think about um, that tenderloin because it is, is pounded so thinly that it is a quick fry because they can easily be overdone and they can easily become dry. Yeah. Yep. I, I won't name this place, but uh, I have a, another friend who supplies pork tenderloins. He's out of out of Iowa, but he's down here in Kansas City. And I asked him about his tenderloins, and he's like, well, you need to go here and try it. But I'm going to tell you right now, if they'd cook it just a little less, it'd be better. And I went and tried it, and, and that's exactly right. Yeah. It was just a little overcooked. Yep. Now, for what I do in barbecue, I understand people have some 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 things, and, and juicy pork sometimes is not – not a positive for some people. They're yeah. afraid of that. So I get it. Well, it's not 1950, and trichinosis <laughs> is no longer around or an issue in the United States. And and they and the and the federal government's guidelines for cooking yeah. both chicken and pork have changed. Yeah. Um. But but uh, old he habits was right. die hard. A little less cooked would have been amazing. So All right before well Toby's getting ready. Before we go to the callers, uh, give you the listeners a little update. So Kitty's Cafe was the first place we're talking about. It's down in the crossroads, and my email will give the um. The address, the spec, the address and directions, all kind of stuff. Not open for dinner. Not open for dinner. That's uh, during the day only. Their hours are shorter than mine, so you really want to go there during the weekday for lunch. Saturday they're open, I think, until three, but and they're it, not not today. And there's only parking on the street, and when it's really busy, it's hard to find parking. Yeah, so, just so it's not going to be easy. No dining inside. The other place that Sherry just talked about was Christie's Tasty uh, Queen. It's over in the Turner area in KCK. It's an old drive up. No seating on the inside. Decent-sized parking lot, so you can go eat in the parking lot over mm-hmm. there. Monday through Friday only now. They're no longer open on Saturdays. Wow. Uh, Monday through Friday till 6. It's a labor issue, mm-hmm. you know, because they're family-owned. Fantastic food. They've been there since 83. 
So anybody on and KCK, they know about it. It's fantastic. And that's probably one of the big three, I would say, here in Kansas City. Yeah. And when people ask me my favorite, Robert, I know you got a caller, but yeah. uh, my favorite traditional is Christie's Tasty Queen. Right. My favorite non-traditional it's is Kitty's. Kitty's yeah. Cafe. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, Toby. Good morning, Kim. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. I'm so excited to be on your show. I listen to it every Saturday. <laughs> Wonderful. What you What do you have for us? Well, I was I just actually uh, tuned in and I heard someone talking about Agnos and I am turning fifty this year and I remember when I was a little girl, my dad used to stop. It was kind of like a food truck right by the Greyhound bus station and it was called Agnos and Sons. They had some of the best chili, but I don't remember as a little girl having a tenderloin. But I heard um, you say that a caller either called in or texted about mm-hmm. that. And while we're on the subject of tenderloins, my mom used to love the tenderloins from Teresa's Drive-In on Truman Road. And, I mean, as a little girl, she would always go, and she had hers with the mustard and the horseradish um, mix, and she loved it. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, pork tenderloins is like a lot of foods. It brings back a lot of memories. And I think some of the ones, um, I've got a list of uh, about three of the old ones that I want to talk about in just a little bit. But, you know, it's, isn't it interesting how it brings back a memory 30, 40, 50 years later? Oh, most definitely. I just remember as a little girl going to get soft-served ice cream um, from Teresa's drive-in, and she'd get her tenderloin sandwich, and we'd sit in the car, and we would eat them. You know, she'd mm. give me a bite, and I'd get a little bit of that horseradish sauce, and i have to eat my ice cream because it was a little hot on my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Oh, that's funny. You guys are absolutely amazing. I love listening to your show, and some of the restaurants that you talk about just brings back so many memories. I heard one of your episodes about the Go Buffet, and I remember going to get my rings out of the machine all the time when I would go there and eat the sweet pickles. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, Kim, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate you sharing the story. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. Don't be a stranger. All right. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Go ahead, Toby. Daryl, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. I'm not a connoisseur of all things tenderloin, but I do enjoy a good one from time to time. More than 25 years ago, maybe 30, a friend introduced me to Herrera's Tenderloin Grill on Southwest Boulevard. And yeah, uh, they just moved. I, oh, they moved. Yes. Yeah, they're in the river market. Yeah, they just moved to the river market right there on the that corner. Oh, good to know. Yeah. That's closer to me. I'm a Northlander. Did they, is there a prohibition against mayo? Is tenderloin a mustard only thing? Is it naughty to ask for mayo on one? No, do, um, no it's not. No, it, what, ask well, for mayo. Yeah, ask for it. Now, there is a restaurant here in town that does, they're famous for their pork tenderloins, and they refuse, they do not have mayo on premises. So you got to bring your well, own mayo. That is my memory of Herrera's. I stumbled in there one day in my ignorance and <laughs> asked for some mayo uh, because, you know, mayo and ranch dressing, that's in the white people's rule book and everything. <laughs> and uh, and every staff member and every customer looked at me like I had cursed yeah. the baby Jesus and his mother Mary. And I said, uh, mustard will be fine. Yeah. No, and no, that's no do my what you memory. want. Well, that's good to know because I that memory of standing there in my shame overshadowed the, oh, yeah. the product. I, well, I remember it as being right, good. Right, Daryl, how long ago was that? At least 25 years. All right, I think it's 30. time that you let go of that 
and go ahead and give pork tenderloins another try. <laughs> All right? And get them any yeah. way you want them. Get, get them any, any way you way want, you want them. Daryl, we were at Lou's last night for dinner to brush up on our pork tenderloins, and they I had never asked for ranch dressing, but they served ranch dressing with it, and I I highly recommend it. So. <laughs> Well, if you're sure you don't need to go to confessional uh, over it, then that's good. Yep, right. mayo and ranch dressing. All right, Daryl, thank you for calling in with that. But yeah, go down to the River Market. You can um, um, have the um, have a tenderloin from them again. Good. All right. All righty. All right. Thank you, Daryl. All right. I have a couple of things to share on here. So one of them, I think PTs yep. uh, is one of over in Oak Grove. I think that's the place that doesn't um, have the mayonnaise. Oh, mayo. really? Yeah. Okay. And so somebody gave me a tip on the on that one. So when I go, the PT stands for what? Pretty terrible. I, I, pork tenderloin would be my <laughs> oh, guess. Oh, okay. But it's I, I am going to go out there sometime the next week to it's, go try theirs. It's a great tenderloin. Yeah, we've so, had it. It is a great. We drove out there specifically for it. Okay, it's a great tenderloin. All right. So um, th- if it's true that they don't have the mayonnaise, I'm going to bring a case of those mayonnaise packets and I'm going to sell them in the parking lot. I don't think it's true. Yeah. All right. I think that might we'll be an that. urban legend. But I want to go there because they hand bread their own mushrooms and they do cheese sticks with pepper jack cheese. Yep. So, I mean, if, you're, if you want to go out uh, east of Kansas City out to um, Oak Grove, you can do that. And then Jasper sent that in a message with a picture, uh, but that was the other one I was going to mention of the big three that are around right now is Christine's Firehouse. Oh, absolutely. Up in North Kansas City. Yeah. And yeah, that's, um, yeah. now that's a big one. It's a pretty good sized one. And if you go online, you'll see a picture, and I'll probably stick it in my email Monday. But it's, you have this gigantic uh, pork tenderloin, and the meat is actually decent thickness. Yeah, it's I, not pounded real thin. It's a and it's but it, it's it's the biggest tenderloin we had in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, that's the place Sherry referenced that sells you a, a separate yes, setup. Yes, which is the plate with the onions and the and the pickles yep. and, the and the, bun. an extra extra bun. Yeah. So really, I mean, that one easily feeds two plus people. But you get the one sandwich and pay the ninety nine cents or dollar fifty whatever for the extra right. bun, the extra setup. Yeah. Then you just cut that in half and 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 share that one. Yeah. But uh, that one was real interesting. So that was. Um, that was uh, the Firehouse Bar and Grill originally. She bought that in back 2014, and she decided when she opened that that she needed to have a signature food item. So that's when they created this pork, this giant pork tenderloin. I did not know that history. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's out of the big three right now, that's the, the, that's the third one that I would absolutely go to. Yep. I've got two others that I'm going to be hitting up this week. Yep. But so, that's Christine's Firehouse of North Kansas City. At 2012 Swift Street, and it's um if you like they have um they have bands and music there at night, so it's a, it's a fun little get up setup that they have down there. Very very good tenderloin too. Yeah, very good. So, yeah, I mean Robert, it's fantastic. I got to share this with you because I'm a little embarrassed. I just got a text from my primary care physician. <laughs> <laughs> First he said lay off the tenderloins, <laughs> and then he said there was a place in Olathe, a hole in the wall that the courthouse people all love to go get a tenderloin at 30 years ago. He okay. doesn't know the name of it, and I don't know the name of it, but it's a hole in the wall in downtown Olathe that the courthouse folks that work there could walk to it. So okay, but he doesn't remember that, the name? He did, he, I think he's asking me if, if I can mention it so people okay. can remember the name. All right, so listeners out there, you can either text it in, and if you don't catch it until you're um, listening to the podcast, send me an email. My personal email is robert at makethemsmile.com. If you know the place near the Johnson County Courthouse in Olathe, they had pork tenderloins that was right there on the square. Hole so in I, the wall, he said. Hole in the wall. My mother worked down there. And really? I know it has to do with something about the court system. Yeah. Okay. I've heard um, of that before. Oh, really? Hole yeah. in the wall, yeah. Okay. Is that when you were paying off your ticket for... <laughs> <laughs> for 
That's oh, oh. that's from Nick. Oh, okay. All right, that's cool. So right. are you changing doctors now? Uh, no, he's he's right. I'm I'm wrong. Oh, it's good business. Yeah. <laughs> he, good he's business. educated. I'm not. He knows he knows what's wrong with me. Yeah. Well, Jasper sent me another message. I'm not going to talk about is the place they had a pork tenderloin between two glazed donuts. That no. was at the Iowa State Fair. That yeah, sounds horrible. That's shock factor. I don't. And I did read people are very vehement about putting cheese on it. No cheese on. No, nah, I cheese don't. Doesn't belong. I've never had one with cheese. If you have to put cheese on the pork tenderloin, you didn't do it right. Yeah, you've got the wrong that, pork that's, tenderloin. Yeah. That's what that. That's exactly what that means. All right. So um, uh, the other place that somebody that came up a lot on the boards or uh, not boards showing my age on Facebook was a place called Betty's over in Independence. They mm-hmm. had fantastic. Do you remember that, Toby? No. Okay, they were real famous. Everybody was talking about that, but apparently, when Betty's closed, that the, the either the owners or the recipes or whatever the workers went over, and that's now Sandy's. Okay, because I just recently somebody said you got to go to Sandy's. Right. Try. I've not been. It's in Blue Springs, right? Um, yes. Independence is it Blue Springs. What, uh, Blue Springs on Seven Highway. Okay. I, I, Sandy's I restaurant. I can't speak for it, but I have recommendations that, that we need to go. I, yep. So I mean, I, again, but like Rod, I We're can't. on Seven. Um, um, I don't know. I'll look it up for you. Get, yeah. Look my email on on Monday, Toby. It's it's just south of I seventy. Uh, just as you get off that exit on yeah. I seventy, the main Seven Highway, just okay. on the south side, and on the I think it's on the east side of Seven. Okay. Um, well, there's a Westlake Ace Hardware. Okay, right there. I wonder there. If, in the, if it's in that shopping area. All right. Well, let's not waste talking about things that you can find on Google, Toby. So we'll, we'll, it'll be on the email on Monday. But if you like the old Betty's restaurant in Independence, you will love Sandy's. So, I mean, there is a tie there somewhere. But people that loved one said that Sandy's has captured the spirit of that. And so Sandy's is going to be one of the three that I have not been to that I'm going to be going to in the next two weeks. And that's that's what, that one over there. And what is your email? Uh, Robert, uh, go to makethemsmile.com. That's the website for best regards, top left-hand corner. You'll see a newsletter sign up and just sign up right there. And uh, I will send an email on Monday that will update us on everything. What time? um, Well, it depends how many questions come up here. It'll be going out by mid-morning. It'll go out by 9 o'clock on Monday morning. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. So you guys getting texts from people too? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Are. That's, yeah. This is Sherry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry we don't have vision here, yeah. but this is Sherry at Christine's. Okay. So um, so uh, email me that. I will include that on my email on Monday so you can see what Sherry looks like next. Did you eat that? finish that by yourself? No. So <laughs> We did both get one, though. We didn't know <laughs> did any better. Really? We didn't know any better. <laughs> so I had to per- provide a picture of myself to somebody, and I was like, Looking through pictures, every picture I have has food in it, and so many of them have a tenderloin sandwich in it. So, um, yeah, there, oh, that's I have funny. a lot of pictures of myself with tenderloins. Yeah, but it says, um, is that 7 and 40 Highway is where Sandy's is at. 7 and 40. Yep. So <laughs> that'll be on the... Um, oh, it's further down than I thought. Yeah. All right. So then, oh, Toby, I got something interesting for you. So that for the caller on Toby's radio show that called in about the um, the lily mm-hmm. on that one, and uh, they called in with the name of that. I got to scroll down to where that went, hmm. but I'll give that. So Toby will talk about that lily with the black seeds on it. Yeah, there was actually um, somebody called in with the name oh, of that. Oh, cool, good. So I'll give that to you. So we'll put that on on Toby's show next, next Saturday. Week. Yeah. All right. So if anybody out there, if you can't get in on the phone line, you want to send a text nine one three. Five eight six seven seven nine eight. So we have Christie's Tasty Queen and KCK that you need to try. There's Christine's Firehouse, 
that's 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 kind of a new age, the the modern version of the pork tenderloin. But I love that it's not just huge, but the the actual meat is thick enough that it's still moist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a big thing for me. It's it's just if if you if it's a store bought Cisco thing that all you do is fry and I don't care, I will not eat it. No. If you if it's the meat is so thin that it's dry and like jerky, I don't want to eat that. You remember when on the menu it said pork fritter? Oh yeah. So so according to, to some <laughs> legend, if it says fritter, it's a previously cooked frozen patty that they just throw in the fryer to to warm up and then serve you. Now I don't know if that's true. Or okay, not. I will never eat anything that's labeled pork fritter. So did you hear my story about this? No. Okay, so back in 1980s, I worked for a company selling industrial electronics. So I went to um, uh, Garden City, Kansas, out western Kansas. And there's a little diner downtown, typical little diner in a small town, you know. And when I was uh, eating there, there was somebody sitting on the uh, one side of the, the diner that was smoking clove cigarettes, which sounded disgusting. person next to me got liver and onions, which st- smelled really strong. And I'm eating my pork fritter sandwich, and, and the guy goes, what's wrong? He goes, I just can't handle these odors. He goes, you don't like that kind of stuff? I go, no. He goes, so why are you eating a pork fritter? I said, well, pork fritters, when I grew up, you know, you, they came frozen in little patties, you know, like 10 to a packet, right? He goes, um, what do you think a pork fritter is? And I told him, he goes, that's not what it is. I said, well, what is it? He goes, well, it's, it's our version of, it's a pork version of a Rocky Mountain Oyster. Oh, and I was like, wrong. oh, that, I don't, that's I was just, just wrong. I just, I was like, well, that explains why there's three slices on my sandwich. <laughs> and before somebody calls you and tells you how amazing Rocky Mountain Oysters no, are, good, no. good for them. Yeah. You know, but uh, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'll pass. There so are better parts to, of the animal to If eat. you go to Garden City, Kansas, do not eat a pork fritter sandwich. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I ask questions now. Yeah. I'll be able to do that. All right, so we've got Christine's Firehouse, North Kansas City. I think that is the most like the, the, the 90s and 2000 version. I think it's the best version I've had there. Kitty's Cafe is non-traditional. If you're a traditional person and you do not like anything different, do not go there. Yeah, it's a it's. But here's my attitude: it's a great sandwich. Yep. Call it whatever yep. you want yep. to call it. It's an amazing sandwich. Yep. It's not a hubcap size. There's no. three slices that that fit on the bun. Yeah. yeah. Of, of, of of a true pork tenderloin. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. So the the, the two that um, that I'm going to try three that I'm going to try. So I'm going to go to Sandy's this week or next week. There's PTs over in Oak Grove, yeah. And the other one that a lot of people mentioned was Conrad's over in Lee Summit, and that's Conrad's with a K, not with a C. So it's Conrad's Kitchen and Tap. If anybody out there knows about it, but um, but make sure it's spelled with a K so you can look it up. And they do pepper jack cheese sticks, and 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 I had several people say their onion rings are amazing. Well. PT's onion rings are amazing. Okay. So I wonder if they're not emulating I, that PT's restaurant. Well, I, I will try both of those. Yeah. I'll yeah, do yeah. both of those. By the way, there are a lot of really good ones in town that we oh, haven't yeah. talked about. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Tanner's had a really good one. The Peanut has a really good mm-hmm. one. I mean, there's a lot of great tenderloins yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. Nick yeah. and Jake's had one. It's not on the menu anymore. Yeah. And it had um, apples. They served it okay. with apple, apples. like apple pie filling. Yeah. They mm-hmm. served that over their... And somebody, somebody who hung out there at the bar... Asked them to make this sandwich. I mean, it was in there. That they didn't say it quite that way, but and so they adopted it and put it on the menu. It was a very non-traditional. Hmm. The 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 pork tenderloin was traditional, but the toppings were, okay. were not. But they don't do it now. They don't do that. No, they okay. took it off. Yeah, yeah. you know the, the restaurants were all the ones we're talking about are one-off restaurants. You know the families there they do it. I I I'm a little partial to that over chains or yeah, uh, even if they're local chains. Yeah. But it's just kind of nice the closer I am to the people that make the decisions on the food. I really like that. But if you're going, really, it is worth saying, hey, do you do you bread your tenderloins in-house? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I think that is more than a fair question. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it, it, like at Christie's Tasty yeah. Queen, you can go in there sometimes, and it's one of those Rubbermaid carts. I don't mm-hmm. on wheels, and they've got they've breaded them all, and they're stacked. They could be stacked two feet tall. Yeah, um, draped on this cart, they just grab them and fry yeah. them, and they're ready to go. But but that's when you know you're going to probably get a pretty amazing sandwich. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. Well, good. So where are you going to go get your first pork tenderloin? The one in Blue Springs. The one in Blue Springs. Sandy's. 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 Yep. Yeah. Let me know how that goes because I, I, I that's on my list to go. I will. Yes. So I've got three places I got to get pork tenderloins. Unlike Rod, I'm not a professional food professional. I can eat pork tenderloins twice in one day. No, <laughs> I don't recommend that. Yeah. That's why my doctor sent me a text <laughs> message this morning. I think. Um, it was just we wanted to we wanted to brush up and, and be ready to do yeah, that. Yeah, do breakfast and lunch. <laughs> we, we, well, you could do breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, you'll go right in the middle and just do it one time. But yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. So you're blaming me for that. I'm gonna yeah. Uh, you're gonna be my goat on that. <laughs> All right, I I, I could I can deal with you that. broad shoulders. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. So if you have suggestions and need get in, go ahead and shoot me an email. My personal email address is Robert. At make them smile. I'll take your feedback that direction. anybody anybody know the hole in the wall in Olathe that served them? Um, I haven't had time to go the back. The jury's and... in. Was it the jury's in? Um, oh, that was. I know that place. All right. So just to give you an idea, there's about 45 texts so far that have come in during this show. Yeah. <laughs> and so juggling con- talking with you guys and dealing with Toby. And the calls and the text lines a bit much. Are they so, recommending places that we haven't oh, talked about? Oh, they're just different comments. Okay. So it's um, we print these off, so I will have this when I go back and talk about the uh, – when I give the update on the email. Okay. Well, one of the restaurants that was right down there that a lot of the people from the courthouse went to and the attorneys in the area was mm-hmm. the Jury's Inn. Okay. Right down I remember that name. Yeah. Jury. Not Jury. Yeah. Not, like not the, Drury. Like the yeah. Jury's Inn. Yeah. You know, like the Jury's Inn. Yeah. And, and – and I know we're talking about Kansas City food. Oh, somebody just sent me a text that said the Mustache Cup in Olathe was a place in Johnson County. Uh, I remember. I know that name. I don't, I don't know think why that's I know one, that name. I'm not sure that that's. I wouldn't name my restaurant that now, but <laughs> I don't know if that's. Appetizing. Yeah, I don't know if that's the one that's by the courthouse, but that's that's what I mean. So it, it's I have fun going through then reading all the texts and sorting through it and trying to do my due diligence on that. But there, so there's a lot of really good places to do that. Can you? Th- what's another type of food that you think that people would have this kind of passionate interest in besides pork tenderloins? Uh, chili dogs. Chili dogs. Not oh. and not as West Virginia is the home of chili dogs. But I have a good friend here who's a transplant who obsesses about finding. And he can tell me places that I wouldn't even think. I'll just say one. He's like, you need to go to Rosedale for the chili dog. I'm like, what? Go to Rosedale? And I went, and it's a it's a non traditional chili. It's almost like a spackling. It's so yeah. thick and heavy. But it was a pretty damn good chili dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was a little non-traditional, but a really good chili well, dog. Well, I don't mind non-traditional as long as it's well thought out. Yeah. We had a, um, about two, three weeks ago, Toby, somebody was asking about a fried hot dog. You know, that, that you know, didn't do, and there is, a, there is a place here in Kansas City that has that, and they texted it, and I put that up on the show. Yeah. But chili dogs, that's, that's a good one, too. Yeah, chili dogs, people obsess about, people obsess about everything. Oh, yeah. You know, have you had the burger show yet? You've got to do a oh, burger no, that's, show. That's going to be a biggie. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a big, big... You're going to have trouble. You're going to need Toby and somebody else to handle the callers <laughs> and what goes on when you start talking about well, burgers best is burgers gonna, in town. I'm looking forward to doing the burgers. Uh, that fried chicken is obviously one we have to do. Uh, that's the biggest disappointment people have about what's gone from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I want to do one just on French fries. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that. I think that's a very passionate topic. Yeah. I do. But, you um, know, just like on pork tenderloins, you got to discuss the define the terms up front and decide it. French fries, you, you know, you got the fresh cut, you got thin cut, you got the shoestrings. Crinkle cut. You got okay. steak fries. Yeah. I have, I, an, I have a niece who hates hates crinkle cut fries, and I'm like, you're crazy. Those are the best. Uh, uh, Sherry, More surface area. Yeah, my wife, Sherry, that's her absolute favorite. More surface area, better better texture. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's science, man. It's just science. Yeah, is that what you fall back on when yeah. somebody disagrees? Yeah. Hey, dude, it's, it's science. science. Yeah. You got to listen to me. Yeah. My, my, oh, it's okay. So somebody, another person said, in the mustache cup was across the street from the courthouse in Olathe and had the really great tenderloin. That's probably it. Then. Yeah, I just looked it, was it known up. was for that and was always busy with attorneys and locals. Yeah, All right. that's probably yeah. it. Mustache on Cherry, on Cherry yeah. Street in my, Olathe. My okay. doctor will feel at ease now that he now he knows the name of that All right. place. Right. And it's still right. in business? It looks like it. This was posted in 2021, so. Okay. Yeah. That's only a couple of years ago. Okay. Huh. So I apologize over that name joke then, I guess. It's still around. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch what you're doing. That was Rod Gray. He's not as directly associated with the show. I'll give you his email address and phone number. You can deal with that later. You're the owner of, of that place. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I forget what I do for a living now. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, Robert, should, I should be more careful. All right. Good morning, Ben. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Great, great. There used to be a place over, I think it was on 39th Street called Bender's. And uh, once a week, they would have a tenderloin and bean soup special. And I used to go over there with my dad. It was his regular stop. And so good memories there at Bender's. The the tenderloin was okay. The bean soup was amazing. Oh, don't get me going on bean soup. Oh, my gosh. My favorite. Really? Oh, yeah. That's hard to, is there anybody who has a decent bean soup now? Yeah. Who? Cascones. Okay. Yeah. It's not as good as it used to be, but even even at that rate, it's still outstanding. Um, and I finally, after all these years, took my tried it myself. And uh, I had an amazing bean soup first try, which was surprising to me. Okay. But, yeah, I'm a huge bean soup fan. Well, Ben, is there any place that has good bean soup now? I have not been able to find any, and I just heard you mention Cascone, so I'll have to check Go that out. Go try that and get back to me. And, and I hate to say this, but they serve it Wednesday evening and Thursday lunch, typically. That's when you can get, that's the days they have bean soup. <laughs> I recommend Thursday lunch because it's, it's been on the stove all that time, and it kind of concentrates, and it's, it's really yeah. outstanding. It's outstanding. All right, Rod, I'm seeing a side of you that I sus- <laughs> no, I strongly suspected. You knew. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. I don't want anybody to know that. All right, Ben, thank you for calling in. All right, so uh, on my, when I first started the show, I talked about how we go down rabbit holes. Uh-huh. You know, this is like that. So talking about soups, one of the soups that, that people talk about they really miss was the steak soup from Plaza 3 Steakhouse. Oh, I'll bet. You know, I'll there's bet. there's some places now that have do a version of that, and they yeah. use ground beef. Yeah, Nick and, Nick and Jake's has a okay. – it's, it's still great. Okay, it's but not it's not the three, same. But right. it's still great. Okay, so really I, I had four people from um, back from the Gilbert Robinson days. Yeah, the corporate. Oh and yeah. And so I was talking to them, and the, and one of the gentlemen, he goes, "I have the original recipe." Wow. He said, "But the reason people can't duplicate it now is they they think it's ground beef, but it wasn't just ground beef. Yeah, it was the scraps." From when they carved their prime steaks okay. at Plaza Three that they used, yeah. and it goes, it wasn't a fine grind; it was a rough grind. Yeah, and yeah. so, so it's I'm getting the information on that one, and, and I remember having it, but I it didn't it didn't wasn't the memory that. No, I like, mean, if, if you're going to use ground beef 
and substitute for 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 prime steak scraps that are roughly ground, that's not gonna, the texture is not going to be the same. Flavor is not going to be the same. No. There's an old cookbook, but I that I think was done by the JCs that lists recipes from mm-hmm. re, from restaurants that are no oh, yeah. longer here. Yeah, one of them is like this carrot cake, and I can't even remember the restaurant that it was from. But I believe that the steak soup recipe is in there. Okay. From yeah, Plaza but 3. you know, but and I've seen those a couple of versions of that, and it says ground beef. See, you know, that's what I laugh about when people give me an old recipe. I said the recipe is only one third of the process. Yeah, you've got one th- on deciding whether food's good, great, or just okay. Recipe is only one third. The quality of the ingredients is a third, and I think Rod would agree. And the last third is the techniques. Uh, that's that's what makes the difference. Yeah, that final third makes all the difference. A- absolutely, you know, and that's true whether you're you're doing um, barbecuing, smoking, cooking, baking. Yeah. Absolutely, and. Yeah. None of the recipes say anything about technique. No, no. And, and, and yeah. And they, they, they don't even talk about the quality of the ingredients. No, no. Well, they just, they just list them. It's up to you. But no, I, yeah. that, the technique part is so important yep. that it, it's almost defeating sometimes. But, you know, uh, I had a, a friend who sold barbecue pits that he, he gave a, an idea how to win a barbecue contest was to start your fire in the evening, let it go out, uh, fire up the next morning at 5 a.m. and finish your stuff. And, and win a barbecue contest. He did that. Yeah. And that was his technique. But the reason was he had a little too much to drink that Friday night. <laughs> and he fell asleep and his fire went out. And he woke up at 5 and started his fire and won this contest. Now that became a technique. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and sometimes that, that's how rest, that's how people find amazing things in recipes is they, yeah. they make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And then it well, becomes a technique. Well, you know, when I work on new recipes, I obsess. And the, I first met Rod was, I don't know, what, 8, 10 years ago. When I was, uh, Toby said he wanted me to work on a um, pastrami, you know, and I fired off a message. Rod was a customer of ours, and I said, hey, have you ever done a pastrami? And he said, no, but I've always wanted to. And so Rod went to his network of famous barbecue people and professionals all over the country and came up with it. I pulled out all the stops on oh, that yeah. pastrami recipe. I mean, that was, so, I, I'm going to have to bring that back. Yeah. You know, but it's just, when I work on a recipe, I'll try things that that everybody says, then I'll do, I'll test techniques and things that, Everybody says will not work. Yeah, and it's amazing how many times it can work. Yeah, um, during that process, for mm-hmm. example. Hold on just a second. You got thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Um, thank you, everybody. Follow my email, <laughs> and uh, Rod and Sherry. Thank you very much. We may have, if I can talk you into it, I want to come back and I think we may have to do a follow up on this. Yeah, I want to hear what people. Find. I, want, I want to know what people's impressions okay, are. Okay, but Rod, pace Remember yourself. Remember this: you can bring samples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Rod, pace yourself. Don't no more than one a day. Okay. All, <laughs> all right, right. All right. All right. Do you like that, Toby? Yep. Great show. I think that was fun. So yes. everybody, go to makethemsmile.com. Sign up for the email. That's it. Bye. broadcast of Kansas City Food Memory.